0: How are you now? How are you now? How is everybody today? Uh, Montreal Canadiens lose by a score of 3-2 to two to Toronto Maple Leafs in Toronto. Hello and welcome to episode uh, 72 of the Bottom 6 Minutes podcast. Presented by Habs Eyes on the Prize, I am Matt Drake. And uh, yeah, that was... It was a game. <laughs> it was a game. And uh, you know, the, the result... Pretty much, you remember the last time that these two teams played and Jake Allen kind of stole the show for the Montreal Canadiens. They took one off the Leaves. It was basically the result that Toronto probably should have gotten out of that game because the Habs had some chances in this one, but they weren't able to capitalize on their chances at the same rate that they were in the previous game. And Toronto, um, you know, the Habs still got pretty good overall goaltending, and Toronto was able to capitalize on... Uh, You know, not nearly the same percentage of chances, but enough to win the game. Now, the first period I felt was the roughest of of all the periods for the Habs. And I think think most would probably agree with me on that one. Um, They were getting hemmed in their own zone for most of that period. And uh, the Leafs looking very dangerous, getting some good chances. Jake Allen making some great saves, uh, but he cannot stop all of them doesn't take too long into the game. Austin Matthews gets a rebound, puts it in, makes it 1-0. Now Jake Allen gets hurt on that play. I'll pop a highlight of him leaving the game, I guess, uh, down in the highlights on the Eyes in the Prize article. But he he made the initial save, and he had to stretch out big time. And then Matthews gets the rebound, and by this point, like he's already completely stretched out like Jake Allen, that is. There, there's no way that he's getting to that Matthews shot afterwards. So, I mean... Not much he could do there and really unfortunate to see him leaving the ice and leaving the ice, you know, not skating very well, looking very worse for wear. So hopefully he's all right. Um, hopefully they don't try to rush him back. Obviously there's no reason to be rushing anybody back to the Montreal Canadiens right now. And uh, Samuel Montembeau has to come into the game. And Austin Matthews immediately gets another goal. Kind of cuts to the outside a little bit and just shoots back across uh, to the far side. Really, you know, Austin Matthews is arguably the best shooter in the nhl i still felt this was one that multi should have stopped but i'm not gonna hold him i'm not gonna really hold it against him because you know he came in cold and he was pretty much lights out from that point on but you know a, a tough goal to let in and we go into the second period with the leafs leading two to nothing habs start to get a little zone time in the second period it's very hard to come by Uh, Because the Leafs, you know, I I think the Leafs are not that good on defense, honestly, even with their additions. I really don't think they're that good. But offensively, they are ridiculous. It's very hard just to break out of the zone. Especially that Matthews line with Mitch Marner, man. They can really hem you in. Even when you get the puck and it looks like you're about to start a breakout, one of them is going to get over there and disrupt it. And then, you know, things just go downhill. You end up getting stuck in your zone a lot longer than you would like. But when the Habs do finally get some zone time. Nick Suzuki manages to find Joel Edmondson coming down from the point in the front of the net, puts it in, and makes it 2-1. to one. But of course, later on in that same period, John Tavares coming out of the corner, kind of just swings it on net. Another weak-ish goal for Samuel Montembeau. Uh, but again, I'm not holding it against him. Um, it's 3-1 to one for the Leafs. And I'll, I'll tell you why I'm not holding it against him. The, the final shot, tally, just to skip ahead to the end of the game here a little bit for you. 40-26 to 26 in favor of the Leafs. Most of these shots having come after Samuel Montembeau took over for Jake Allen because Jake Allen was out of this game pretty early. So, you, you know, two of the goals, maybe he could have stopped him, but then you have to look at he made a lot of saves that probably could have been goals. So... I'm not going to fault him for two week-ish goals when he made a lot of saves on on some that that you know probably should have gone in. The Habs do get one back in the third period, though. They get some life. You know, it was 3-1, right? And we know what can happen with the Leafs when it's 3-1. And Brendan Gallagher tries to throw a pass out. Uh, it gets broken up a little bit, but it still finds its way to Cole Caulfield. And when a pass finds its way to Cole Caulfield with space in the offensive zone, you know what he's going to do. He's going to shoot. And more often than not, he's going to score. And that's exactly what happens. I'll put another highlight of that one because what a beautiful shot from him. He's starting, to, um, he's, he's starting to really, really show some of that shooting confidence. Like When he gets an opportunity, he will put it on net. And it doesn't matter if it's the best opportunity or if he gets a clean pass. Uh, he's able to you know, manipulate the shooting lanes a little bit and make sure that he can get the puck on net. And the velocity that he gets on the puck, man, with his release, it's, it's hard to stop. It's hard to stop. But unfortunately, it wasn't enough for the Montreal Canadiens in this game. They did pull Montabou and uh, go for the extra skater with a power play even uh, towards the end of the third. And it did not work. Couldn't get anything through Shelgren, And that's the final score, 3-2 to two in favor of the Leafs. So what are you going to do? Again, this is probably the result that the Leafs deserved the last time these two teams played, like I said earlier. And they get it in this one, you know, partly because the Habs weren't able to cash in on their chances at the same rate that they could before. But they did cash in on some of them. So this is not the type of game that I'm going to get upset about because, you know, you you got heavily outshot 40-26, to and you still managed to keep it a close game uh, against one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference. So I got no issues with it. Silver lining of the night. Um, You know, I hate to go back to the old well, but I think we got to go with Cole Caulfield on this one, man. Again, the shooting confidence that he's showing just... The improved overall play is is visible, but really for me it's it's the shooting confidence, you know. When we were watching him early on in the season, I think I've said this at least once or twice before, but he would pass off a lot of opportunities where he probably should have shot. Right? And I don't know, you know, I, I, there was a there was a point where I was wondering if maybe he needs a sports psychologist to just like hype him up to be like, "Look, man, let's take a look at your body of work throughout your hockey career." and how good you are at shooting the puck. Like, why are you giving up these opportunities to other players? Sure, yeah, you want to feed your teammates, but take the shots, man. And now he's taking the shots. And um, he also creates so much space for himself on offense. Like, you see him sometimes get the puck and just a couple quick steps, and all of a sudden he can be in a position where, you know, either shooting or passing is a lot more realistic. Like, he creates space for himself. This was the big thing that people were always saying about him. Uh, you know, throughout ever since he was drafted, really, is that he's good at finding soft ice. And not only is he finding soft ice right now in terms of like off puck skating and positioning, he's also creating that soft ice with his footwork and his skating. So, huge, huge Cole Caulfield fan, obviously, and for obvious reasons. But just how good he's been since the coaching change, it just keeps getting better. And, uh, you know, it, it gets me hyped up for next year. I saw an article um, earlier today. I was wondering if maybe Cole Caulfield might get picked to be on the uh, world championship team for the USA. And I'd be very interested to see that. I mean, I think best thing for him at this point is to get more games, getting some international experience. I mean, he already has some, obviously, with the world juniors. But getting some international experience with the men could be very beneficial for him. I I don't see him as being the type of guy. He's a competitor, so he wants to go out there and, and play. I, I don't see him to be the kind of guy who would say no to that opportunity. So I think he would go. I think he'd probably do great, and I think it, it might be good for him. You know, He gets a little bit of extra bonus hockey in at the end of the year, and then he gets to go have a good summer and uh, come out for camp next year ready to go. And the chemistry he has with Suzuki is... Quite evident, So I don't think they're going to have any issues picking right up where they left off next season. And if Cole Caulfield gets a little bit of extra bonus hockey in there with uh, Team USA at the World Championships, so be it. Excellent. Love it. Love that idea. Now, what I don't love is Jake Allen getting hurt again. Uh, poor guy, man. He had a really good start to that game. Uh, again, he made a beautiful toe save right before Austin Matthews put that first goal in. And that was what hurt him. And now he's going to be on the shelf again. I mean, I guess the good news for Montreal is that it seems like Carey Price might actually come back and play some games this year. But this is just bad news for the team overall, and especially for Jake Allen, right? I've talked about this a few times. I don't know if Jake Allen is, you know, the the guy that they want to be the starter in Montreal next year. Maybe they want to move Carey Price if he's into it. Maybe they want to move Jake Allen. These injuries are going to make it harder to make a decision one way or another on that, right? You, It's going to be harder to trade him because teams are going to look at his injuries and they might back off on it. It's also going to be harder to justify trading Carey Price and then saying, okay, this is going to be our starter moving forward. It's just unfortunate. So I, I really hope it's not serious. I hope he just tweaked something and, uh, you know, they maybe took him out as a precaution. But it, it didn't look like a precaution. Like, he was skating very gingerly over to the boards um, and uh, through the tunnel. So I don't know, man. Um, best wishes for Jake Allen, man. I just really hope we can see him playing hockey again soon. And um, that's what all I have to say about that game, man. There's really not anything too surprising there are we surprised that austin matthews scored two goals against the habs no are we surprised that the habs lost no are we surprised that the leafs almost blew a 3-1 lead also no uh so there was you know it was a pretty decent game of hockey i liked that they kept it close and you know if there was a game i would want them to win it would probably be against the leafs but at this point in the season um again habs are not making the playoffs we know this losing games is not so bad. It's going to help them improve their their potential draft position or at least improve their lottery odds and we'll go from there. Things could be looking up next year and beyond. So we'll cut it off there. We're running uh, well, only about 12 minutes this time. So since uh, c'est une soirée pas mal uh, typique pour les employés de soutien. Peut-être un peu plus que normal mais uh, regarde, c'est des choses qui arrivent. We're on Spotify, Google Play, Apple, Megaphone. I'm on Twitter, at DrakeMT. Drop me a follow. I would appreciate it very much. Uh, Next week, I'm actually going to be replaced on the bottom six minutes for the week. I'm going house hunting. I sold my condo, and I want to buy a house. So I'm taking the week off uh, from both of my jobs and from podcasting so that I can go take a look at some houses. Uh, So you're going to be hearing uh, a couple of different voices. I think Patrick Bexel is going to take one of them. And I think uh, my buddy Jared Book is going to take the other two. And I'll be back with you guys on uh, next Saturday. But rest assured, we will keep it backfilled so there will still be bottom six minutes. I don't even know if it's six minutes is. There's just six minutes. I don't know. I'm sleep deprived, so I can't remember. Um, all this to say, there will be podcasts next week regardless of my absence. So thanks as always for listening. And of course, à la prochaine.